The following program is an MLWRadio.com production. Hey, buddies. Tis I, Sarah? No, you go, hi, buddies. Then I go, tis Marty. No, no, no. You say, hey, buddies. Hey, tis buddies. Tis I, Marty. Tis and I oh. say, tis I, Sarah. And then we pause. What the heck? <sighs> Blooper reel. Take it from the top. Take it from the top. Should I hit stop? Should I strike and... it? No. This is, people need to see the real us. Hey, buddies. Hey, buddies. Tis I, Marty. Tis I, Sarah. And this is Marty and Sarah. Love wrestling on the MLW radio network. I am a very injured and depressed Marty. Yes, this I... Marty, you are lucky that you're getting this Marty at all. Because, you know, there are some days where this Marty's around and I go, oh, I really want to do a podcast today. But how do we make sure that it's not detrimental? Yeah. You do such a good... Because I even offer sometimes on these days to put together the show myself. I know. But even the most depressed Marty, <laughs> the most injured Marty is like, no, no, I'll handle the running order. It's my... my uh, I'm uh, in the midst of a, uh, a, I'll call it a depression spell. You're in a spell, and it was, here's the tough part, because yeah. you were coming out, you were ready oh, to go, man. and then your first walk out back in society, you <sighs> did something to your calf muscle. Yeah. Was that the noise? I don't know. It's so fun, and I don't know if maybe I just watched too many wrestling documentaries and wrestling shows where they talk about, like, injuries, and like, you could hear the pop. I mean, I had headphones on, so I don't know if I could hear it. But I you feel definitely it. felt like so, oh i was uh like jogging sprinting i don't know what you want to call it up a hill yes. uh because sometimes the if the the lake is the lake is too high it's all flooded where you walk under and that's where i was going yeah you were on an underpass you were in some questionable yeah. territory to and begin with so i yipped up this up this hill and my first step it was like Something happened in my calf muscle. You were real worried that it was like torn. Yeah. And so I was like helping to do the research of like, what do we look for? Can you put weight on it? And I like to think I'm a pretty good nurse around the Absolutely. house. Absolutely. Not as good as DJ Smoochenstein, no, who no. will not leave your side when you're depressed or <laughs> yeah. injured or both. But yeah, your calf is, uh, there was no bruising. No. It looks like a strain. Or I classic... didn't feel the muscles. Sometimes you could feel the muscle t- <laughs> pop Shudder. protruding. Um. So you're and you're starting to put weight on it and you're yeah. and you're able to walk around a little yeah. bit. So that's blown good. away that it's not didn't help the depression. Worse, though. no, that's the other thing. Although I will say, I had a, <laughs> I don't talk to my dad all that much when we talk. Normal <laughs> phone conversations is pretty pretty uh, short. But my dad called. Uh, we talked a little bit. I told him what was going on, and then he goes, "Okay." And then we, he had to take another call, so he he uh, hung up. Then he calls me back. It was the anniversary. It's Your dad's my, phone rhythm is wild. I know, I know. And then it's my mom's birthday, which is why I call him my dad. I always call my dad on either my mom's birthday or, or the anniversary of her passing away. So I call him, but then we got cut off. He had to take a call, so I couldn't tell him, like, hey, I'm re- the reason I'm calling. And then he always goes, oh, I uh, thought. Oh. He always goes, he goes I, I <laughs> thought I was thinking about your mother a lot I was thinking today. about her today. He does it every time. Every time, which is great. Um, and, uh, he called me back and he goes, Hey, do you know it's your mom's? I go, yeah, I know. That's why I called you. He goes, Oh, okay. Okay. And then he hangs up and then I see another missed call and I'm like, what is going on with the, t-? I'm like, did I talk I'm to him? Was this you, like his the phone rhythm call? is wild. Call him again. He goes, Hey, I was just thinking, uh, <laughs> you fell down the stairs when you were a little kid. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, 
That might have something to do with it. With your hurt calf from this week that you just strained, like a dormant injury. When, when for I was a little years. kid, when I was a little kid, I fell down our basement stairs, which were like what kid didn't fall down a bunch right. of stairs? Uh, My brother went down our basement stairs in one of those little kid like oh yeah, like a rocket about yeah. yeah. Um, I would if I was a kid, especially I would love falling down your your parents' stairs because they're carpeted and they're real fluffy and oh, nice. Those stairs this, and they have like ba- a big landing yeah. before you get the turn. These stairs were just wooden with a thin layer carpet when i fell apparently and i don't remember this because i was a little kid i wouldn't walk and i was in a laundry basket and they would move me around in a laundry basket with a a blanket in there for a little while and you know what not that much has changed (laughs) and here i I could carry you around in a laundry basket with a blanket i think you would freaking love it um hey did your stairs have um were they see-through behind the stairs no but our neighbor uh eva's house had that and i was petrified to Me walk up those too i remember one time i, was I don't in the remember basement. when i got over it i was so scared of those steps i don't know how old i was i can probably do the research because there was this show uh this mini series called v it was like such a cool thing back in the day and it wasn't for Vanilla. now i watch it it's so over the top like oh yeah you're the jews you're the nazis we get it it's so like <laughs> even one of the guys is like the aliens are coming for us and it's like oh no it's a little too on the nose there guys but i wanted to go home and watch it i was like oh man v is on i gotta get out of this basement and we were in uh, uh, Eva's brother, Eva, their, their their house, a friend, a family friend of ours, in our neighbor, and I was like, I gotta get out of this basement. But I kept like looking at those stairs, like, oh shit. And this was their basement was real interesting. Where like it came down in the middle of the basement, yes. and there was nothing, nothing behind on either it. side. Ugh. Those basement type <gasps> stairs. Now, did you just think that you would just get like yanked no, under, or I, what did you think uh, was going to happen? Because I, I thought I, I would slip and slide yeah. through and get stuck. Probably, probably like a, everything. I probably thought, number one, the step was going to break and I was oh, going to fall through. Okay. Number two, yeah, I would fall through or just fall down. Or something could grab your leg. You know what I did? And I don't know if they know. I'm sure they noticed it. Uh, they were, my brother and his friend, they were down there. And this was like kind of a destructive basement. Like you want to blow up something. Like you want to smash you something. You want to be bad. They would bl- blow up their like train set models and stuff. And, uh, and I remember I was like watching them, I think spray paint something. And I was like, uh-huh. And I was sitting on a step. And then I would butt scoot up one more step and then butt scoot oh, up one like more. Oh, like casually, yeah. like, oh, wow, you guys are so cool. What if somebody would have called you out and been like, you're just butt scooting up because you're <laughs> oh, scared. Me? No. No, because I thought if I was Little watching me. and then I went yeah. this way. Oh, my God. Um, but anyway, that's just my dad thought I that this might have been a... Uh, a callback to a previous injury that when I was when you were three, three years old, you know, it's ago. crazy how they lie dormant for decades. You and know? then all of a sudden you think it's one <laughs> thing you think that you stepped wrong and tear your muscle. But really doctors, real doctors will trace it back to when you were three years old They'll and fell you. downstairs. They'll and you. you know what? Your dad's on the cutting edge. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm you're down, down, but you're not out. I'm down. I'm not out. Uh, if you are, are feeling down, nami.org. N-A-M-I dot org. Uh, people ask me all the time. Hey, what's that and one you know website? What? If you're not That's down, the website. But you know people who are down? Recommend it. Recommend it. Um, and, and poke around on their website. It's a really great place, and it's a really good resource. And now, it's not uh, necessarily a resource for folks outside of the U.S. Mm-hmm. So if you know good mental health yes, organizations, let us know. Yeah, send us uh, the site and what country you're representing. It'd be nice to have just like a helpful little document of this, because... The world's getting bigger. The world's getting smaller at the same time. Absolutely. Also, head over to Marty and Sarah at LoveWrestling.com. You could do a little shopping over there if you uh, would like that. If you want to get a hold of us, Marty and Sarah, LoveWrestling at gmail.com. And 
our uh, Pro Wrestling Tees store is at rumbleboys.com. You know it. And Go last but there. not least, head over to patreon.com slash Marty and Sarah. Uh, what did you just post? You had something go up there recently? You know, actually, I'm recording something tomorrow night for uh, my friend Andy and I are going to watch Sense and Sensibility. And oh. Andy is like on board with the idea yeah. of like Jane Austen, but she doesn't know much about them. And uh, it's just going to be a blast to watch that and put it up. I know I put up some stuff. Oh, I put up the music video I made for Down. Yes. Um, and that, that will shortly go public to the rest cool. of the world. But um, You're inspiring, too. Sarah has fans that try to recreate her I video. I do have fans that it's are... Very uh, cool. I have one fan who's now dabbling in stop motion. Yeah because of that video which is very sweet and um the patreon is just a really good way to connect with us uh if you have ideas for content that you would like to see patreon buddy at gmail.com and uh we just like to hear from you yes. and thank you for being there and it's I helping us cannot thank you enough as somebody who hasn't worked during this uh uh whatever they call well, it well you're working during these yes. unprecedented times, <laughs> but it's just uh, for less. I almost was going to do stand up uh, last weekend, but then uh, I'll, I'll I leave. love that you don't jinx it. It's very nah. sweet, but yeah. it's also very sad. Where it's like, hey, we're getting close though, because hey, we're getting close. Uh, Black Label Pro has started discussions about outdoor shows and who's interested in what, and I. Th- it's just the soft wakenings of yeah. You and uh, Brian Myers have to uh, you, you have to work <laughs> on a show together with my friend you Brian. Know, sometimes you just got to put it out in the universe if you uh, want some one to come to Black Label Pro and I'd like to see Brian Myers FKA Kurt Hawkins yeah. come on down to Crown Point I don't know if you've heard it's where you can be a new man that is correct uh, Sarah are you ready for the greatest wrestling match ever ready to stop hearing old legends have to like dilly dance their way around oh. how it's a stupid name they're all like yeah i wouldn't say, I, uh okay yeah. they asked me to talk kurt, about kurt this. angle goes um i've had a few really great matches i don't know if they were the greatest ever it's like mm-hmm. they do a lot of like uh they asked me to comment about this the yeah. greatest like there's this weird like i'm not calling it this but i do uh-huh. want the paycheck for calling it so edges well that's what i was going to bring up edges being very sneaky edges edges go edge knows look this is not the greatest wrestling match ever i doubt randy orton cares i I, randy orton probably thinks this is so funny that we're doing this uh he's probably like i love it what do you think randy orton's like go-to tv show is like for comedy for comedy like is it is it american dad Oh wow! I don't know. <laughs> is it Family Guy still? Is it Family Guy still? Is it is it those great Simpsons from like you know the the early seasons? I don't see him being like a a, a DVD guy, like popping in like. No, I did research in the seasons like four through. But I feel like if you gave best. him a DVD, like would he rewatch you know the think? same ones over and over? You know what I think? Hmm. I think he. Uh, he has movie channels. Probably has the package with all the movie channels. Oh, I bet he loves putting on. He a movie. just goes to the movies and sees one he likes, and then just leaves that on. And it's and like, I don't care where it's at or when it started. Yep, probably like Wedding Crashers is on the same list yeah. as like Big Daddy is on the same list yeah. as. You know what? I'm going to say it. Notting Hill. I bet action. you know what yeah. you could put Notting Hill on, and and there's something for everybody. <laughs> so yeah, Edge has already started to kind of deflate this. Like, look, it's not going to be the greatest match. I assume I from what I heard, it's recorded already. Do you think they um, should have said... Or they are recording it, one or the other. 
Yeah, I think it'll be pre-recorded. Meltzer said that it's going to be, or he did a tweet where he was talking about it, and he's like, you think the greatest, because of course Randy Orton's got everybody all up in a tizzy. This is, he is somebody who really knows how to get people lathered up, how to get people <laughs> riled up. Yeah. Uh, after the NXT pay-per-view, which we'll get into, he goes like, man, I, what day do you guys do the leg slapping? <laughs> Uh, and then, of course, it just made everybody uh, upset. I think, he... or wanted, to, or wanting to at least uh, go at it with him. Tommaso did. Yeah, I show my daughter your matches. And first of all, uh, you know the whole like it's like this is wrestling. You stomp on the floor when you do punches, like. <laughs> The leg slapping thing. It's like, well, Sean well, did it. The Rock weird, would slap his leg. It's that weird borderline, like, remember when Ronda Rousey was, like, kind yeah. of like, mm, but it's fake. Yeah. Like, when you push it too far for an angle or just, yeah. like, between wrestlers, it's kind of like if I was just going after different performers at, like, comedy theaters and mm-hmm. being like, oh, are you actually chopping with your yeah. improv knife? And it's like, <laughs> okay, we all agree that this there's parts of this that are kind of silly. Yes. But that doesn't invalidate it. And also, you're being a little bit of a prick I mean, for calling it out. There's so much of this that's silly. You know, guys. There's so much of everything cut, that's guys, silly. Guys, Donald Duckett on every show. They come out with their t-shirt on. I love Donald with Duckett. With just it. their trunks on. It's so funny. My favorite thing is that whenever there are two guys in their gear in a setting that's like outdoorsy, I'm yeah. always like, this looks a little gay, like like in a very like fun, you know, like posing way. But that's not what they mean usually. You know, and I don't know if this is something like uh, uh, Val could take care of or, or any of the gear makers out there. Mm-hmm. Every wrestler, I'm going to make an, an edict. I want <gasps> oh, this. I like this. I want okay. this. I think I know where you're going, and I like it. Every wrestler has to have mm-hmm. trunks that reflect their gear. And they can wear that with their T-shirts. No more. And that's what Donald you wear Ducks. in Naturescapes. Sure. For vignettes. Sure. That's what you wear when you would normally Donald Duck it. Yes. It's just an extra piece of your gear that yes. you can wear. And yes. I'll go one step further. Go. They should all have outdoorsy wear that reflects their gear in some way where it's like if you're gonna go shirtless you've got like cool pants but they're not leggings but they're also not cargo shorts i love when a wrestler of all the camo cargo pants i'm seeing lately yeah in gear yeah oh mean that's that's it's been like that since uh, the Dudley Boy New Jack was the one that really made it a thing. I never noticed it at all, but recently there's been a resurgence yeah. in camo cargo pants, and to oh, me, yeah. it looks like because quarantine's been going on for a while. One of the few options is Walmart, and they didn't feel like washing their trunks, and they went to Walmart and bought a new pair of yeah. camo cargo oh, pants you- for nineteen ninety seven. Well, you nineteen ninety seven is when they had their heyday. <laughs> You would have been. I. I wonder how that worked. I would love to talk to somebody. I got to talk to Colt and see if there was like, guys. There's too much camo on this on this show. Like we can't all. Because I mean, pretty much. Oh, I don't know. There's so many. Guys, there's too much camo on the show. We can't see anybody. It's no chaos. One, everyone thinks we just have these guys with <laughs> upper bodies. But that was the thing too, though. Is everybody wore a t-shirt and those cam. I mean, it's like. But say, I do talk when we talked about getting rid of the Donald Duck look. I watched those old wrestling tapes. Or whatever, wrestling clips on YouTube. And I, I love seeing those guys with their t-shirts tucked in. But you know what I love? A lot of times, it's not most times, like if you watch old like NWA or CWA or, or whatever, world class, they're not even wearing their their shirts. They're wearing just like, you know, like Carrie Von Erich will have a shirt that just says like, who farted? 
<laughs> and it's just like, oh, cool. No, I'm all he's, about that. He's not wearing a Carrie Von Eric modern day warrior. T- it's just like he went to the t-shirt shop and was like, oh, mom, get, can I get who farted on there? And they're like, anything for you, Carrie. And he's like, how much do I owe you? And they're like, nothing, Carrie. Carrie Von Eric. Hey, can I debut the shirt slogan that we came up with? <laughs> yeah, sure. Carrie Von Eric wearing a can't joke she's woke with an arrow <laughs> shirt. <laughs> if you want to get your very own can't joke she's woke shirt, uh, just use a, a, a Sharpie on, a, and on then, a t-shirt. And then the woman can have one that says, I'm woke, he's broke, and the arrow <laughs> going the other way. You know who came up with that idea? Who? Andy Shirovsky, who there I will go. be doing the Patreon Sense and Sensibility audio with. Uh, Sarah, it is uh, Backlash Weekend coming in just a, a matter of days, depending on when you listen to this. Um, we will get the the possible greatest wrestling match ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we can stop. Are they getting a lot of backlash this. for that? You know what? That's pretty funny. I didn't. I, do you? Th- oh my god! You might have cracked the code. What if from now on, backlash is like, listen, every year, and we don't like make it a thing, but we just kind of make a statement. The very most wonderful all star <laughs> wrestling rumble that's going to end well, rumbles. I heard next year the uh, the the main event theme of backlash is they're going to have. Um, Charlotte versus uh, a returning Becky, and it's uh, it's gonna say um, one of these women's prettier than the other. Tune in and find out. And everyone's uh, gonna be like, "Whoa!" And they're gonna be like, "It's backlash. We want the backlash. They want the backlash." And it, and Randy Orton is the one who knows it better than anyone, and that's why he's hey, backlashing. I have at to NXT. think it's pretty fun when these guys can. Uh, and then you know, I have got theories. I think they all like. I think I mean, I've got Austins. Oh, Austin Theory. Hey, let's run down the Backlash uh, card. Okay. Um, um, I don't have the button ready to go, so can you sing uh, uh, Sarah Joy Shockey's um, How Do You Want This To Go? Hey, everybody, what do you know? It's time for Sarah Shockey's How Do You Want This To Go? Oh, we can clap our hands and we can stomp our feet, but this is the segment that we think is neat. All right, ran out of rhymes. You on really that one. did. Let's start. From you the... know what's you know what sucks. Well, when you're improvising a song, yeah. and you're going along. Did and I throw like, you off with my double claps? No, no, no. You were leg? doing great. Okay. You see, the double claps was part of the problem because I got so excited and I was like, oh, "Yes, ish. this is going so well," and then yeah, nothing. No worries. You did great, and I think all the people at home really, really thought you nailed oh, it. Oh, sir, it seemed like you were thinking up those lyrics as you went along. Yeah, Randy, that's improvised <laughs> music. <laughs> Randy has got to get off. Your your nutsack he mansplains comedy to you a lot nutsash backlash all right sarah your pretty newish uh united states champion apollo cruz defends the title against andrade remember during his may his match where he won that they just got away to an interview <laughs> oh man yeah with that's like, you know i'd like to see some backlash on that i'd like you to would see... not have liked uh nitro because they would have the they would nitro would be having the most fun cruiserweight <laughs> match, and like Rey of Mysterio, course it's the of course, Ray would be doing like a freaking moonsault off the top of the building and landing, <laughs> and Hoovy would flip it into a pin, and they'd be like, "Hulk Hogan has arrived," and they would just show a limo pulling <laughs> no! up, and then like all these like, oh, when the NWO got so bad, if it's you just need like to, go back to that. If you need to wrestling, yeah, no cutaways. Yeah, you are allowed to put a scrolling news screen at the bottom if you yes. really have to say that Hulk Hogan's here. Yes, if you really have to be like, oh, there's an interview going on backstage, but we think you should watch Apollo yeah. Cruz. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, mostly I just want to see him stay champ and get, like, I don't know, like, some everyone's just like we're so sorry you really yeah. have never gotten your due and you're still not really getting your due i i selfishly uh want andrade to not win and i want him uh and uh angel garza angel garza to be a tag team i, I want love them that. to re- and, and a tag team where they don't get along i love this oh I love tag but they teams have that don't to work along. together but because of zelina they have to work together yeah, I yeah. really enjoy those kind of complicated relationships because ideally yeah. they end up becoming friends sure. and they end up having to oust Zelina and then they become buds. They become buds, oh. but the only way that they win is with her help later. So yeah. then they're like, we already kicked her out. Now yeah. we're back. Now we're fighting again. Who want lasagna? I'm thinking of, was it Damien Priest who looked at the... Ring announcer was like, mm, you're beautiful. Was it? I think so. Hmm. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway, uh, we've got the tag, the women's tag team titles on the line. I'm thinking this is going to be a fun match here. Uh, Bailey and Sasha versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, yeah. who I feel have no momentum, versus another team that has all the momentum, the Iconics. Iconics. They have like fucking really you know them coming back yeah. was like this weird dash of like wrestling before covid times and you you just know they're friends you feel that i don't friends. i don't want to get a message from somebody that's like they actually hate each other no don't that's do that. a bummer i don't want to be bummed out that's like i didn't want someone to come you know, at me and be like hey otis actually sucks as a guy by all accounts we got it we got a good thumbs up on he's otis. thumbs up uh i remember um uh, when Austin and Pillman were friends, mm-hmm. or or a tag team, mm-hmm. you just knew they were friends. You Edge and Christian, it. you just knew they were friends. I think that's I've, I've for years, and I'm not just saying this because you're going to call one of his matches probably. But <laughs> uh, when Hawkins and Ryder, or when in the WWE as Hawkins and Ryder, but separately, it's like put these guys together They'll on do TV so well and let them be themselves. It's just like it's so crazy because. There's times you see people teaming up together and you're like, I don't even think they talk to each other all day today. You know? And then you see other people and you're just like, these guys, like, I was watching an old Shawn Michaels shoot interview and they were like, did you get along with Marty Jannetty? And he's like, I was with this man more than anybody in my life for like 10 years. He's like, we lived in the same building all the time. We drove everywhere together. And he's like, it's, it was like a marriage. Were they liked each other? They did. He, Marty would sometimes do bad things. And sure. Sean would go like, what? My he was question... like, hey, one time, this is just a quick little oh, yeah. Marty Jannetty story. Not, you know, him claiming to have had sex with Lady Gaga or anything like that. <laughs> Marty Jannetty's <laughs> Facebook page is amazing. Um, but he, uh, one time they were like, something was going on in the WWF at the time. And they were just like, I don't know, man, we should get out of here. And Marty Jannetty's like, we can go to WCW and get. A bunch of money let's get out of here and finally sean's like you know what yeah let's do it make the phone call and he's like well could 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 you do maybe you, you call, call someone over there and he's like well who have you been talking to over there and he's like no one i'm no i don't know no, i don't know nobody really and he's like so we're just and he's like, oh, fuck. And then WWE called Sean back, and they're like, we'll take you back, but not Marty. And he's oh. just like, hey, bud, I think we're going to have to go our separate ways. He's oh. like, you're kind of fucking up my career. Oh. Um, but anyway. Here's my question to yes, you. Yes, fire away. Hopefully I have the answer. I want to you to come up with a dream tag team who are already friends and whatever like whatever position you want to put hmm. them in. I'll give you my example. Okay. I would like 
Eddie Kingston to go to AEW and team up with Colt. And, you know, they're like friends in life, but also like their energies in the ring is they're just stellar. Yeah. Separately, um, and I'd like to see them together. Do you, you know, hear the cops are coming for that idea? Was so that, good that idea. People think you stole it from the wrestling gods. <laughs> um, I'll go with uh, um, I'll go with Dalton Castle and RJ City as a tag team. Wow, that'd and, be a lot uh, of fun. And let's 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 sign him up, Tony Khan. I know you <laughs> managed listen. by David Arquette. Managed by David Arquette. You know, if AEW sure. likes to have. Guys who have been, you know, big wrestling champions in the past be managers. I nominate David Arquette for <laughs> Dalton Castle and RJ City. And you know what? Castle City is a beautiful name. Castle City. And they're wow. very, you know, like, like imagine the idea of Monopoly, but with a dash of Atlantis and then a smattering of, you know, yeah. like, I like it. Phantasmic. I like it. Phantasmic vibes. Uh, who do you got walking out with the women's tag title, Sarah? Um, probably Bailey and Sasha, right? Because they just really just keep yeah. having them. Uh, have you been keeping up with the Jeff Hardy Sheamus storyline? This is SmackDown, one of our you least know, watched shows. Usually, I feel like when that storyline tries to have a segment. You yeah. and I get to talking about why it's not very um, it's, fun to us. Uh, squishy. <laughs> squishy. Squidgy. Yeah. Squidgy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, you know. I just feel like Seamus didn't come back giving us enough of a reason to invest in his journey. You know, when he came back with his old look, too, I thought that was such a dork What move. would you have done to his look? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the Mohawk was, I mean, like, all his moves aren't, or at least the Mohawk was different. And then, but like, I felt like him going back to that was like the Undertaker being like, all right, I'm done being the American badass. I'm going to go back to being the Undertaker. And everyone was like, yeah, this is like Seamus being like, I'm going to go back to my old look. And ever, I don't know anybody who was like, yeah, Seamus' old look people. is back. It's like, I would, I would think it would be a cooler thing to kind of like. I would dress him up as like a, like a old like a pastor in the 1800s with like those big wide brimmed hats yeah, and then have him be like, I'm really just trying to keep to myself and mind my own business. And I've done my time for long enough, but then he'll kick your ass. Yeah. It was interesting because I was, I was, uh, I don't even know who the shoot interview was, but they were talking about like guys who are good, but they don't have a gimmick and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, what? But then they got the gimmick and they're like, then they were a big star yes. and stuff like that. So like who, know. Oh, I mean, like, re- there were wrestlers who were like, oh, he's good. Like, Ted DiBiase, everyone was like, he's great. And the better we came the Million Dollar Man, it was like, oh, my God, this guy's like an click, all-time click. great character now. Isn't it crazy that the first time we saw MJF, he was doing what he's doing now? Yeah. And it was working? <laughs> yeah. It's... That's wild to me. And I mean... And he was 14. And he was 14. <laughs> Uh, this was at a, a backyard wrestling show. He was just so rude. Everybody's posting, uh, like oh, me high in high school, school me yeah. now. And Billy Starks was like, I'm not even gonna. Oh yeah. Like- <laughs> She's still in high school. That's awesome. Uh, so anyway, Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. What are you going to do? Uh, Oscar versus Nia Jax. Nia Jax. If you watched raw, I was like, she's still re-? And then they're like, Oh yeah, by the way, Oscar's going to wrestle Nia Jax. They didn't promote that very much. You would have thought f- it was Charlotte and yeah. Asuka. Yeah, it feels like there's something going on where like either they made that decision, they're not super yes. excited about it, or they have something big planned where she's gonna surprise. Like we, she wasn't on our radar, and then all yeah. of a sudden she's like a huge threat. It was just weird. We kept Very mentioning weird. it, being like, it, 
Didn't she have a match? With I was Nia? wondering if Nia was like got in trouble or something, or, or got whatever. injured, or or got injured. I mean, oh, she might have had an injury resurface from when she was three years old and, and fell, fell down, down some stairs. stairs. Fell you down don't know. the rock stairs. <laughs> um, Uncle Rock stairs. Sarah. <laughs> Uncle um, Dway. Sarah. Uncle Dway. Sarah. What? What? What if Charlotte's not on the show? How is Vince going to have to deal with? Where she's got to show she up in the talking Oscar match. about how she's on all the shows, but not necessarily pushed in any single one? She said that. I feel like maybe you left the room and I was watching like a Ooh, WrestleMania video know. or something. Oh, I don't, well, she or mentioned. Or it could have been on a podcast. Here's the thing. Our apartment is a soup of wrestling talk, and I don't always know what spoonful I'm drawing from. On one of the shows, it might have been Raw, she was like, or maybe it was NXT. One of them, she was like, it might have been NXT. She was like, I main evented the pay-per-view. I main evented Raw. Now I'm here. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, so she's doing all this stuff. She did say, I think it was a WrestleMania video. She did say like... I'm the hardest worker. Like, I will say that about myself. Okay. But in all these storylines, I'm not the main focus. And yeah. they need me because I can do X, Y, and Z. And it was like that part of it was like, okay, you're kind of like acting like no one else can do what you do, which yeah. you got to do. But also, like, I can see the frustration underneath that of like, I bet, I bet she has conversations with Ric Flair, her father. Yeah. And, and they get to kind of what be you, like, what do you want to know about? Oh, do you talk to Charlotte? Yeah, for a little Do you guys vent about, like, ugh, what could they be doing better with her? Uh, all the time. Yeah, I imagine, because you've got a good booking I say, sense. I go, are you confident, okay? Are you confident, okay? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that I win all the time. Why would I have any confidence issues? And I'm like, I'm just checking. Because sometimes my confidence was low. Marty, how do you feel about all these guys talking about how low you know, their confidence was at times where you thought that they were heroes of the earth? I don't know when it became, a th- and Rick, <laughs> when hear, they all hear got me older out, Rick. and softer, hear me out, and gentler in their yeah. souls. I'm just noticing because there was the the taker thing, mm-hmm. which you know, let me know how that one finishes, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then uh, and then uh, um, the Goldberg was a little Goldberg, uh, BB, uh, Rick Flair, just all these words like, hey, be careful, he's right here. I know, and Rick, I've been watching so much of your old stuff. You're so great, <laughs> Lenglu, um, but it is just like. <laughs> All these guys are just like, I, I didn't have it in me anymore. I didn't know who I was. And they needed Triple H to come talk to him or someone else to tell hey, God damn it, you're Ric Flair. Yeah. And, and I always like those speeches where somebody else is like, you're not going to talk to yeah. yourself like that. <laughs> you're Sarah Lucky <laughs> from Sardy and Mara Love Wrestling. Sardy and Mara Love Wrestling. Hey, at least you didn't say Sardy and Mara loves wrestling. Sardy and Mara love Mm-hmm. Apostle free ass. No. <laughs> Wrestling. So with Charlotte, what would you do with her, Rick, to like, because what I would do is I would kind of give her a break for a little bit after all this. Can't do it. She's one of the best. You can't take a break. Mom, like, you'll lose the momentum. You'll lose your spot. I thought you were going to say Lululemon. Lululemon. These are Lululemon. Do you see what Marty got me? Woo! Lululemon gear tights. Lululemon. Hey, I finally figured them out. See, they go up at your calf. I was rolling them up. You look like uh, <laughs> Mel- Fuji. Well, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Samoan. Samoan. Yeah, because I got my bare feet. Uh, Three quarter pants. Patanada. Hey, I got uh, fun tropical toenails. Mm. They're orange. Very nice. Thanks, Rick. Okay. Flair. I got to go. Finish your job. That, hey, the way you said, okay, I got to go, almost sounded the same way as when Marty like needs to get down to business. Isn't that weird? Mm, interesting. Thank you, Rick. Uh, 
this is I have uh, this is like unbelievable here uh, for the Universal Championship. It's going to be a handicap match: Braun Strowman versus The Miz and John Morrison. Man, oh man, poor John <laughs> Morrison. The guy came back. He's so cool. He's so talented. Yeah. He came back and kind of felt like a big deal. This motherfucker's going to be teamed up with The Miz and lose to Braun. Are they pushing Braun still? He's the champ. He's the universal Oops. champ. <laughs> I knew that. Yeah, I did ding know that. Dong. But don't you feel like he's lost some momentum? Or do you feel like we've lost I don't even, momentum? I don't even know when he would Whose have had Whose fault this. is this that I'm where, not excited? Where is this momentum you're talking where about? Where is the momentum? Where was it ever? Was it at <laughs> WrestleMania when he beat <laughs> Goldberg? Remember, and then he beat the fiend. Remember or Bray Wyatt. Remember when he and Nicholas were on top of the world? I let me tell you something. Mania thirty four, baby. I, Momentum was hot. I can't even remember if Braun wrestled. He wrestled Goldberg. Oh, because uh, Roman didn't do Mania. Braun jumped in, got the spot, and then he wrestled Bray Wyatt. But I think they're still feuding. I, I have got to be honest with you. I have not been watching SmackDown. We try, though. I I'm going to give and... everyone the honest truth. We put on SmackDown every Friday. <laughs> These last two weeks have been And then we just different. fall off. Here's the thing, though. At the end of a long week, yeah. and, and it is a long week. Weeks yeah. are longer later. They're harder. There's yeah. a lot more going on in the world. Friday nights are like your recovery night. Yeah. And and that's, I think, the most treasured viewing on Friday night. And if yeah. I'd rather be in the other room with a nature video just yep. playing drone footage of a mountain than watching SmackDown, then SmackDown <laughs> needs to step up the game well. and make it a show that I need on Fridays. <laughs> I've got news for you in a second. Sir. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. Oh, that'll be fun. I'd like to see Drew keep uh, yeah. droodling on. Also, I'd like to see Bobby Lashley cleansed of the Lana storyline pretty yeah. soon. Yeah. Um, seeing her on television stresses me out lately. It's always weird when they show her, you're like, oh, yeah, Lana. And, Even though she's, she's, she's on had every week. vastly different looks every week. Yeah. I don't know if that's part of like a plan. Somebody on Twitter was like, who would have thought her ditching the Russian accent would make her character look weird, like seem weird and fake? The Russian accent was so grounding. Yeah, it's really so wild. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the main event, the greatest wrestling match ever. Eek. Backlash. Edge versus Randy Orton. I can't believe we cracked it. We cracked who, the code. Who say you? Um, you know, there's pluses and minuses to either one of these. Whatever happens, I hope that the video they put together is silly, fun, dramatic, and Well, it's not going to be a cinematic match. Oh. It's just going to be a wrestling match. That's why it's the but greatest it's wrestling the greatest match. greatest wrestling match. Because they said we did the big brawl. Okay, now but here's what I would do. A wrestling match, which is the reverse of how you would do Here's what do I would that. do to make it the greatest wrestling match and turn it totally on its ear. And I, yeah. they probably already filmed it. They probably don't have time to do this. But can you imagine if it was like they're wrestling, it looks pretty normal, and then the ring, you know how they make a mm -hmm. hole in the ring sometimes? Boom, that happens. Wait, 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 wait. What's happening? How are the cameras still here? They're filming. Then, boom, they land. Da, 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 da. Grainy footage. It's the 1920s. The, it's all choppy. But it's Edge. And it's Randy Orton. And then, boom, they go to the next generation. They're in the 40s now. And there's, you know, and, but, oh, all of a sudden, they're on a beach in the 80s. Disco. So 70s disco. Do, 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 do. And then in the 90s, it's like one of those, like, attitude era yeah. like and they just 
throughout history and then at the end it's that. like it ends how it ends and I, then they're like but it was so nostalgic and you see like old fans and signs and stuff that you wanted to see all along the way and then they're like pretty good huh and you're like all right <laughs> you put the effort in that was the greatest wrestling match of all time but you're being you know you know how you're being i don't hate that i don't hate it either i don't hate it at all uh friend of the show ryan satin reported today that there will only be one writing team for both raw and smackdown oh good and it's going to be led by the uh guy who was running smackdown uh, exclusively bruce pritchard so uh paul Heyman, who was kind of in charge of raw this is fun uh ryan said paul Heyman will quote concentrate on his role as an in-ring performer i don't think paul Heyman needs to concentrate to do that role i think he's got it pretty much mastered and, and all figured out you know and uh, it's also like well conversations in this country are about how to be more diverse and more inclusive <laughs> let's actually make it just the one, one old white one old guy, white guy bruce pritchard bruce yeah. pritchard be in charge of two and it's like you know what but of course that's what happens because vince has been the one old white guy I mean, in charge yeah. of the charge of the let's charge be honest vince and everyone i thinks- would just love to see like a writing staff that has any sort of different interests than what Bruce Pritchard has. It was to interesting. Offer. I listened to FTR. No offense. No, no, none taken. To anyone, I don't know. <laughs> I listened to uh, FTR on Cornette's podcast, and they were talking about like obviously when they showed him those outfits, and they're like, well, "What's what's the end game?" And they're like, "They'll be good." And they're like, "But what is it?" And they're like, "We don't know yet." And they're just like, "Come on, man!" For this real? week they're calling it "Forget the Rona." Hey. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Fun. Um, <laughs> I made that up. Oh, did you? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do you think they should just end the the split between the two shows, or is it just too late now? I mean, you're already getting ready to have fans back in some... But it's like, not really going to be on the road. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. I think there's... <sighs> We it's can not get encur- really it's caught- not super encouraging no. that the guy who's in charge of SmackDown's in charge of both shows now. It's like where SmackDown's the storyline that I've had the feels hardest time. So boring to me. Although I hear a Friday that AJ and Which Daniel Bryan's really Which one's Mandy good. and Otis's SmackDown though, right? That is SmackDown. That's my favorite storyline. Okay. So I mean, we're watching most of that for like on YouTube and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. But also, I assume that Otis is going to get his heart beat up. Do you? I'm scared oh, about it. I'm I scared mean, about it. In that briefcase with someone else, who knows? Um, um, but I mean, I'd like to see more. I don't know. Uh, it's just they haven't shined in my heart during these strange times as much as I think they could have with the talent, the you know, organization, who? the production, the talent, the the wrestling talent, yeah. the writing talent, the production talent, like. I was I was hoping that they would adapt better and make more shows that I'm like, oh, thank God it's Friday. I can yeah. watch SmackDown. Like Instead, it's kind of like all these shows just have a weird rhythm to me and they don't make me feel like I'm escaping as much as I'm just kind of doubling down with like, well, things are hard right now, but we just have to eat what's put on our plate. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of like who kind of has thrived during this thriven thriven i think drew mcintyre's done a pretty good job they've made him to the comic the you know the the comic guy like funny i'm a funny guy stuff is like it's there but still like with him and lashley he was he's looking all right yeah i I'm, think uh, um we'll see how it goes i mean oscar's been like Alaska. whatever she yeah whatever she's told to do she shines it and sparkles yep. it up and i i think that it's also a matter of like times are tough so people showing up and looking healthy and in shape and like 
hitting their marks and stuff is very impressive to me. Like, you'll see some people with makeup where it's like, oh, you look like you had a tired week and you've got extra stuff on. Yeah. I feel like Charlotte every week looks very, like, I'm here to work. And yeah. she looks very healthy and well, that put was together. like the, uh, or FTR, whatever, Revival FTR. Their match, it's like, I don't know when the last time they had a match was. And they had a real good match on uh on It's so cool Dynamite. when people can just dive right back in. Yeah. Uh, That's got to be wild. Like people like Robbie Go Anthony yeah. would just dive right in after months, and you know. Uh, speaking of diving back in, Sarah, New Japan had a press conference after Raw. It was great. Perfect we watched timing. it live. Perfect timing. Watched it live. Uh, New Japan will be returning on June fifteenth. They're doing these little tour weekend tours or whatever, or weekday tours actually for some of these. Uh, they're going to be doing June fifteenth through the seventeenth. Then they're going to do the twenty second through the twenty fourth. And then July 1st through the 3rd. No fans will be attendant, uh, in attendance on these. Do you think they'll uh, have the lights off or do you think they'll put little guys in the seats? Good question. I love when people I, put little cur- guys uh, in Korean the seats. Baseball, I know. I don't know. I don't know if they'll have like the young boys. Uh, young boys around the ring tapping maybe would be cool. Yeah. Like we'll see how that goes. I'm not sure. Uh, the previously canceled New Japan Cup will be taking place. Uh, from June 16th to July 3rd, the uh, 22nd of June is going to have Zack Sabre Jr. versus Kota Ibushi, which is like the the match of matches whenever they wrestle each other. Oh, yeah. So good. New Japan Cup Finals will be on July 11th at Osaka Joe Hall, uh, and the winner will challenge Naito for both the uh, heavyweight and intercontinental title at Dominion on the 12th. And the Osaka Joe Hall shows will have uh, one-third audience capacity. That seems to be the new slow start back up. It's so funny, too, how quickly people have adapted out in the world Mm -hmm. where, like, for the most part, everyone stays far away so that, like, today I was at a kiosk and somebody came and started ordering at the kiosk next to me. And I was kind of like, I felt like I was a guy at a urinal and there was extra open, but somebody took the urinal next to me. I learned that from memes. Did you say, hey, guy guy code, pal? I said, I said, guy code at Panera. Um yeah, walking around. It's funny because I, I have my calf, uh, like a, a bandage, an ace bandage on You do it. a fun thing where you prove to me your normal walk around the I try house. to go, hey, does this look normal? And I walk and it's pretty But here's cool. the thing. Your legs look normal. Yeah. But your face is like trying so hard to look normal. And like your arms will be a little like, it's like a robot that's uh, yeah. almost got it. But I went I went downstairs uh, to pick up a, a package that was delivered. And then when I came, uh, when I was coming up, the, uh, even though there was people with masks on and everything, but like I came around the corner and they were like, "Oh, you please go, go, go! You're you're, you're injured." Oh, that's yeah, nice. It was. That's really nice. Uh, Sarah, we were very correct in our hopes and dreams. The uh, <laughs> the house was sort of set up at the uh, NXT takeover yeah, in your house. Yeah, that looked really really cool. I loved the in your house setup. How funny was it when Johnny Gargano came through the front door and then locked it? And then locked it. I thought that was that so was, fun. And, and they you were the like, do you think cam. he saw that years ago and uh, was like, I would have done that bit? That's yeah. what we were wondering. I was, God, what if he was a little kid watching or one, one of, of the these in your houses or one of the writers? And they're like, you know, it would have been cool. Ding if dong. Someone came through the front door. And then locked it and put their keys in their trunks. I mean, that's so funny. Uh, it was a good show. Uh, it Did was you a- lose your keys a lot? As a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was a good show. It wasn't like, I don't think it was as hot as the usual takeovers. And mm-hmm. again, I'm remembering now because uh, uh, 
everybody's talking about like great revival matches in NXT and the DIY matches and the uh, uh, American Alpha matches. And then I'm like, well, what else was on that card? And I look and I'm like, oh, boy, those were some bangers. But it's not really 100% fair to compare because we're in such a weird situation. I thought the audience Would has been so Would you say these so are sweet. unprecedented times? I was just thinking about precedented times I'm the telling other day. you, the, the booking on NXT is this... I think this is going to be looked back at like a little weird slow patch time something look i don't know what adam cole's um contract status is Mm -hmm. but this feels to me and i could be wrong every once in a while when a wrestler before they leave the booking gets real choppy because they're not quite sure what to do sure what to do Mm -hmm. and that's what this feels like this feels like it is a little choppy because i felt like for the longest time it was like rise 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 and now it's like stop start so like what would happen is in in the past through wrestling and i i i'm trying to think of examples but there would be like like a wrestler i mean like luger when he left because that kind of came out of nowhere when he went to the WW to the IBF to the you want to hear a story irritable bowel Fedor- irritable bowel no, WBF WBF uh, uh, so Vince started a bodybuilding federation oh did he he thought and he was gonna do pay per views and stuff he thought people were gonna buy bodybuilding pay per views and I was a huge would. wrestling fan and I still didn't buy it but a lot of wrestling no. fans did but anyway. Lex Luger was in WCW, and he was like, I want to leave. And they used to just let people go. You could just go up to them back in the day and go, I want to leave. And they'd be like, okay, fine. And they're, they were so accommodating to, like, Sid, who would do this all the time. So Luger's like, I want to leave. And they're like, well, you can't wrestle for the WWF. And he's like, okay, fine. And they signed him to the WBF. Uh, interesting. And they put him on WWE TV yeah. as Lex Luger, as... WBF superstar Lex Luger and WWE was probably just like, well, whatever, you got us on that one. <laughs> that's but, like a very, that seems very much like a Bugs Bunny cartoon yeah, ending. And, and like what would happen, like especially like back in the Attitude Era times when like guys would be like, you know, they forgot like Jeff Jarrett's contract or something and all of a sudden it's like, oh fuck, we gotta get the belt off of him or guys leaving or whatever. That's what it feels like with Adam Cole. Like I, I don't know why I have this feeling of just like if one week he just like was like, I'm the best here. I'll take on anybody. I'll take on any challenger. And then, you know, uh, Keith Lee just comes out and beats him or something like that. I don't know. I'm getting this feeling. Also, I'm seeing all these clips of, like, when the Bullet Club had Adam Cole and the Bucks, and I'm watching old PWG stuff, and I'm like, I think their buddy wants to be with his buddies. I don't know. I got this weird feeling. You know what I think? But I also, I see... Adam Cole is like a guy who looks up so much to Sean and Triple H. Mm-hmm. And I think those guys. It'd be hard to. Old school guys always would say like, unless you made it in WWF, you didn't make it. And yeah. it's like, well, okay. Well, they they might have gotten their thing. claws in there. I'm not Remember sure. Remember when uh, WWE was hiring and AEW was hiring yes. and there were some like we had people who had to make who choices. Could go to either place, yes. So here's what I would do. If I were Adam Cole and completely fantasizing, pontificating here, mm-hmm. but I think a really cool way to switch companies would be because we can all get pretty good footage on our cell phones. Sure. So have somebody film you picking up your stuff, grabbing it at the, you know, like Full Sail University Performance Center. Like you kind of see the background a little bit Mm -hmm. and then walk out, walk across that little lobby in front of the fake Starbucks, Mm -hmm. go out in the parking lot. The Nitro Cafe. And then boom, Moxley (laughs) punches you in the face and have it all filmed and have it all planned. And like, what a way to be like, whoa and then just put that up on twitter with like the punches where it like mm-hmm. stops and then it's like wait what you're hired on what company you know I what i mean know. like i'm writing storylines for both of them so with uh, the nxt in your house 
Uh, we had Mia Yim, Shati Blackheart, and Tegan Knox defeat Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. That was a fun match. That was a fun match with some of the like most beautiful, mm-hmm. well well taken care of hair there were dyed. so many different colors of hair in this match candace array has that like dusty gray rosy, lavender dakota kai has now like a oh, pinkish she's got the dusty rose the dusty rose yeah dakota kai's got the gray or candace has got like the gray, the gray but it's, it's a little like lavender yes it's like a ghostly lavender uh, raquel uh black hair I don't understand how Shotzi's hair so green. can always look that green, that perfect, yeah. that beautiful. And you know what? I've seen her over the past probably four or five years. Never had a bad hair day never. that I've ever seen. Never. Yeah. Uh, Mia Yim's got the blue. Tegan Ox <sighs> is like what? Like orange? Reddish? Yeah, I would say like a fire color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you wanted me to get that uh bright sailor moon yellow for I, a second because I, I was showing you my gray hairs. sarah's got two gray hairs so no, she's like what I've do i do a little patchy and i said you better get an nxt fun color yeah they have a spin wheel in there and they spin it they and spin then whatever it. it lands on yeah uh finn balor defeated damian priest damian priest took a nasty bump on the steps that was a gross one the sound was Boom. Yeah, yeah it was like a thump slap hollow and then Oof. and i know a lot of people who uh are just real Nah, purists for the wrestling biz. Uh, I caught this too, and a lot of people are complaining about it, which I love. That I like when I catch something and then everyone else is talking about it, and I'm like, hey, uh, I do know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, Damian Priest did a promo on uh, NXT on Wednesday where he's like, he's like, I had a good match. That's all that matters. He's like, everyone, every, I'm, everyone will still remember my name. And it basically did this promo of just like, it doesn't matter. I didn't win. I had a good showing, and that'll that's what's really important. Weird. It was so bizarre. That's like a like. Uh, and then, and they're kinda, you want to see people express a little bit of remorse, yeah. I think, or like I I can't believe I lost. This is only going to fuel me to greater heights instead of like, yeah, man, I failed the test, but like <laughs> I got a pencil when yeah. I took it home. And with I think me that's from, what's important from the school. That's what's most important. <laughs> that's the main thing. Yeah. Uh, he uh, they're sort of splitting Damian Priest off with. Uh, uh, Cameron Grimes and man oh man Cameron we're getting we're getting the real They're CG giving him that mic the I Trevor still, Lee CG I still wish to this day and I, I it would be such a shitty thing to do but it would be so funny if he was uh, if they still let him be Trevor Lee or even call him Cameron Grimes but call him TNA superstar I thought oh, that was I, I will always remember TNA wherever I superstar. saw him and he would come out as TNA superstar it was the most heat so funny and he would always like yell at the audience for not appreciating him for being yeah. a tna superstar. a million dollar million dollar always on tv TNA, and tv it was, star he and you have this so similar fun. thing where you can dunk on audiences in such a fun way where they're like not offended and laughing because they know what you're accusing well, them of is so ridiculous i'm telling you Oh, no, that was Madman Pondo when he had a laser pointer and he was pointing at fans <laughs> and roasting them. And it was the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. We were in the most hillbilly white folk town ever. Do you uh, know the one time that I got wrestling blood on my hands was from Madman Pondo? Yes, I do remember that. And I remember you telling me, like, is this okay? Yeah, yeah. Am I, am I all right? Am he, I going to get a wrestler he illness? He handed me, uh, I was interviewing him. He yeah. took the mic and he handed it back and the mic had blood on yep. it or something. And I just, like, I took a picture of the blood on my hand. And then, yeah, I'm pretty sure I, like, consulted Marty where you're like, yeah, they wrestle each other and yeah. they get the blood all over. And I was like, well, you know, I don't have any cats on my hands, so I think we're all right. Uh, Keith Lee defeated Johnny Gargano, put him through the boards. I was Ooh. waiting for somebody to do that. 
Yeah. And boy, oh boy, did Keith Lee do it. Keith um, Lee's another one shining during quarantining shining. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's doing. I think he's doing a pretty great job. Yeah, he's uh, the hero we need. Carrying Cross defeated Tommaso Ciampa in uh, a very uh, convincing fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, that intro was super cool. I think that they just have, and they're another duo that has like that really good chemistry of like these people do well together. Yes. Uh, also, what I like is now they're sort of putting uh, Cross and uh, Scarlet going after Adam Cole. I love everybody should be going after the champ. I love mm-hmm. that. I love yep. multiple people going after the champ. AEW has like more people, people go after Moxley. Wait in line. I don't like. Yeah, why wait? Put, why wait in line? I'd be like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Too. I mean, it's the same thing. Where like, I think the, if you're in any industry, the thing that you want to shoot for is like the top spot. And sure. you know, being afraid to say that doesn't reflect well on your character. So yeah, yeah why not have everyone love say it? it? I, well, I love watching old, and I always say this on the podcast, watching old uh, world championship wrestling from like 86, 87. Every guy would win their match, come over to the podium, and say, I want to beat Ric Flair. I want to wrestle Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Cole defeated the Velveteen Dream to keep the NXT title. Uh, mm-hmm. Very curious who is finally going to beat Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the main event, they let the ladies close it out. And boy, did they close it out. Io Shirai defeated Charlotte and Rhea Ripley to become the new NXT Women's Champion. Uh, I was just being a real wrestling nerd complaining to Sarah because uh, Charlotte did, did not they? get pinned. Rhea yep. got pinned. I don't understand who. why, why did Charlotte, Charlotte beat be Rhea there? at WrestleMania. It makes no sense to me. I think that it's a matter of like when times are tough, sometimes you lean on the same few people to get you through. And I think it's a yeah. like Charlotte's been leaned on when you sure I could have like handled business. Yeah. But also, sure. they, you know, like, apparently, Charlotte's good. She's a name. Apparently, uh, on a conference, on the NXT conference call, Triple H was like, just wait for the whole story to play out, which I've heard him say that before. I the say whole that story to has never everybody at all times. Listen. Just to be safe, uh, when people question you on anything, go, just wait for the whole story when I, when I was out. listening, When I was listening to the revival on Cornette, they mentioned that, and they said, like, there were all these things of like, just wait. And it's like, wait. nothing would happen. And they even asked, and they go, what's the end of this? And Bruce like, oh, It's that Star know. Wars meme. That's a story for, for another, another time. time. Uh, so, Sarah, uh, let's shoot over to AEW real quick before wait, we uh, wrap it up. First of all. Let the storyline play out. Just uh, wait. Sarah, they're building towards Fighter Fest in a couple weeks here. Uh, Jericho is back on commentary. Did you think there was too many people commentating yay or nay? Yay, but also it was another one of those moments where because there have been all these protests in the Black Lives Matter movement, like it's it's very stark when it's like, wow, we've got a whole bunch of people here and they're all pretty much one shade of white. I felt oh, it was a, I felt like if you're like going to have more people, yeah. then like it would be in their best interest to mix it up with like different types of people you know maybe people who are a little bit more marginalized that being said it's like yeah i think when there's uh more than three people it's just gets a little cloudy but at the same time i think jericho is very funny on commentary and he pulls he pulls his weight we did see uh sunny kiss on dynamite maybe uh building a team with joey janela i love the idea of sunny kiss being like the good shining helper friend oh, and then Janela Joey just getting drunk, into messes. Yeah. It's a very fun combination. And also Sunny Kiss is just a very pure energy sweet person who's also like, I've been in the same room as Sunny Kiss, and there's just a magic aura of like 
we would catch eyes and mm-hmm. he'd do this little like shoulder shake thing to do, just do, kind of do. like like hi do, do, be, do. and and it was like majestic it was you know what i'll say it say it similar energy to when i was peeking over this high rafter and i was looking down at tanahashi and i wanted him to look up at yeah. me so bad that yeah. i like was like sending like energy waves of yeah. like oh, look up i just want to see your face and then he did Aww. similar magic with sunny kiss and tanahashi where you're just like i just want you to see me <laughs> very cool i like that a lot so um, yeah I, i'm very excited for the storyline to play out ftr made their in-ring debut against the butcher and the blade great match uh they call the old shatter machine the goodnight express now which i think is pretty fun <laughs> instead of the midnight express uh and they did the, the, the goodnight spike pile driver which they call the mind breaker which is like the brain busters, the mind breaker. Mm-hmm. It's an homage. And you loved how they were showing everybody in the crowd watching them. They showed Tully and Arn. Uh, they showed uh, Jake and Lance Hoyt, who are okay. buds. So let me tell you this. This is Lance what I Archer. can say to I you. I keep saying Lance Hoyt. I'm so he's sorry. He's Lance Hoyt Archer on Twitter, I think. Yeah, but he's Lance Archer. Lance Archer. So uh, what was very fun, I love body language. We know this yes. about me. The Jake the Snake really likes. I feel Lance. like they're buds. I th- I can't tell exactly. As I don't much know if T- Tully and uh, and Sean Spears, uh, Sean Spears on Colts podcast, he said they text and stuff, and it's fun. Yeah, um, but, but it but feels a little more like chemistry. coworkers. Yeah, the on air chemistry with uh, with Jake so and Lance. Jake the Snake is sitting next to Lance, who also like Lance Archer kind of has the same body language wherever he goes, which yeah. is like like a hero a little bit but like a badass hero roadhouse style Sarah's smitten by by lance archer by the way he's very, you can't tell he's very big after a and warrior wrestling show hair. she just Ooh. came home going oh my god he was so nice to me yeah so yeah don't get jealous i'm not i don't it's i don't even, I don't even care yeah <laughs> so i don't care <laughs> jake the snake is probably as smitten I with care. him as i am because i love you marty he Oh no, did I hit your calf? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, wow, how dare I? I'm fine. Minus minus. Jake the Snake <laughs> is leaning into Lance. He's touching him on the arm and he's got his head tilted towards him. It was the cutest body language of buds I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Uh how's your of, calf? It's fine. It's tender. Yeah. You just smacked it to prove a point. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh hey, our buddy Colt was on and he had a fun match with Sammy Guevara. Uh, and now people are wondering, is Colt going to join the Dark Order? Okay, not just wondering. Let uh-huh. me tell you, our buddies... I texted him, he said, I, will, I, I cannot tell you. I will not tell you what I'm doing. Wow. Yeah. Well... Kayfabe, baby, I love it. Uh, I go, I go, and you know what? I wouldn't want to know if you told me. He didn't even respond to my text about how our friends, Penny and Milo, yeah. were so distraught by the potential... Sparkalette is not enjoying this. ...of Colt joining the Dark Order. She was like, could you text Marty and Sarah and ask them to warn him? Do you really think he'll join the Dark Order? We think Mr. Brody is creepy. We want to protect mm-hmm. Colt from... They were like, could not go to bed because they were so upset about this. So, yeah. you know, good on Colt for protecting the business, but also protects me back. Protects me back. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, that was very fun. Uh, Cody defeated Mark Quinn for the uh, the TNT title. Fun match. That 450 on the under the stage. Yeah. Yikey hey, Cody's bears. action figure doesn't have the neck tattoo. It was made before the neck tattoo. You know what? If they're smart, they sell little stickers, and it's an optional you, ad. Listen, there's already somebody selling those stickers uh, for your figures online. There's... You wouldn't even believe all the stuff people make for figures. It's like I, where were you? Where were you all when I was? Uh, 
I, I, was, I didn't the, want to say a kid when I was 18. I want to get a sticker for the giant Lance Archer silhouette graveyard tramp graveyard stamp, tramp stamp area. cover up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the the end of the show, uh, Santana Ortiz and Jake Hager. Man, they they put a they put a hurting on uh, best friends in the Orange best! Cassidy. The best. Did you get the blood orange reference, Sarah? Uh. Go ahead you know, and tell him what Excalibur said. Uh, what did he say? He goes, "Oh, they really beat him to a bloody pulp. <laughs> to a bloody pulp." <laughs> and I went, "There you go. That's how you do it." Uh, Moxley also he got he got jumped earlier. He was talking to uh, Alex Marvez, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, Taz came out, and then Brian Cage jumped Mox. But before that, Mox is. He was talking about his bruised tailbone, and he's like, I can't even sit on the toilet. I can't even sit on the toilet. That's a funny thing to complain about. I love complaining about not being able to sit on a toilet. I think a lot of people might be able to relate. I'll take this calf hurting versus not being able to, like, listen, one of my greatest pleasures, pleasures, one of the greatest pleasures in life is just sitting on the toilet. Hey. Fun podcast on, maybe your phone in hand. What do you think about now that we redecorated and slightly oh. moved one piece of furniture into the bathroom? Game changer wrestling in our bathroom. I'll we, tell uh, you. We have been mixing it up in our apartment. Do you? I don't know if any of the buddies at home, if you feel this way, uh, if you just move a little furniture here or there or get rid of something or, or bring or something in. Or make a drawer better Or make a drawer better and then you're just like, ooh, that is, that's good. Yeah, I think that's uh, one thing I've noticed during all of this year, which has been like a relatively normal January, February, yeah. and then just wild inside time since. Yeah, I've noticed that everything's gotten a lot bigger in my tiny world because it's like I'm seeing less mm-hmm. people, I'm going to less shows, I mm-hmm. can focus a little bit more on myself, and doing teeny tiny nice things has such a bigger impact than it used to. I, I keep it. my nails painted. Yes. You know, I'm I mean, dancing. You're thriving in this. Let's let's be honest. Hey. You're doing great. You're doing great. Cuz here's the thing, not everybody's at the same level where some people are like, "Wow, it's actually been really nice to have the social pressure of hanging out all the time taken off." But also there are people who are like, "I live by myself. I would love to go out." Or people with kids who are like, "I didn't realize I was going to be homeschooling and working my job from home." Yeah. So it's basically like everybody's been in a bit of a pressure cooker and different things heat up, different things cool down. But just know that there is the same amount of support out in the world. You just might have to mine for it in different ways, whether it's reaching out to an old friend, whether it's taking a bath, whether it's eating something that you like. Wow. There's plenty of options. There you go. I'm so proud of you for putting this show together and doing it this week. You crushed it. As always, you crushed it. And everyone out there, all the buds, uh, keep crushing it. You keep crushing it. Just keep crushing it. And uh, we'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. I think this was an okay show. I think we did all right You know what? One thing that when you're in the depths of depression, Mm -hmm. which it, it so often lines up every now and again, the Friday after we record the podcast, after all the effort of like getting the show together, actually making it happen, yeah. then being done, nothing better than getting those tweets just being like, hey, this was a cool part of the show, or oh, here's yeah. an answer to a question. Like, We really appreciate that, and especially during times like this where it's a little harder to get going, it makes a difference. So thank you for showing up for us. We'll keep showing up for you, and uh, hopefully make this world a little bit of a brighter place. Good night, buds. This is the MLW Radio Network.